Good afternoon, evening, or morning. This is your old Uncle Mosh with Raiders Fan Radio, and you are in for a treat. Sit back and get ready to listen to one of the most insanely knowledgeable people you will ever meet talk about our beloved Raiders. Another episode coming your way of Silver and Black Flashback by Rich Schmelter, the author of the Raiders Encyclopedia. Thank you so much, Uncle Mosh, as always, for that awesome intro to Silver and Black Flashback. I hope to keep on earning that praise you give me. And never to be left out is my man Murph, the host of the greatest Raiders podcast out there. Thanks so much, my friend, for the great opportunity you give me to be a part of Raiders Fan Radio, as well as having the chance to be a part of a network that helps out so many through the One Nation Foundation that benefits Raiders-related charities. Also, I cannot thank you enough for saying such awesome things about my new book, Championship Diary, about our Raiders Super Bowl 18 victory. If you get a chance, Raider Nation, please check it out on Amazon or go to the link provided on Murph's show. And to Murph's co-hosts, Swag Jeff and Michelle, and all of the Silver and Black faithful listening around the world, I am proud as hell to bring you stories of the people and moments that help make our Raiders history so glorious. And with all that being said, why not get on with this, our time together once again on this, the 60th episode of Silver and Black Flashback. Throughout our time together, over 59 previous episodes, we have covered players, coaches, games, and wild times on and off the field. All that will continue because our history is filled with countless awesome stories which make our beloved Raiders the most interesting professional football team on the planet. Can I get a hell yeah on that, my silver and black faithful? So this time out, I decided to take you on a trip to the artistic side of the Raiders. Yep, a touch of silver and black culture. All right, enough of a teaser. Virtually every NFL team has or had a team fight song, and most are very spirited and quite good. However, spirited and very good does not compare to the instrumental song that accompanies our team song, The Autumn Wind. It is a very good bet that most Raiders fans have heard it, and probably most professional football fans. And I would love to play it all for you, but it seems I probably would be breaking some copyright violation, and we don't want to open up that can of worms. But hey, a good idea would be to softly play it in the background while listening to this episode. And if I get too boring, then hell, crank up the volume till the paint peels off the walls. Really though, I hope I won't get that dull. The history of the autumn wind went back 19 years before the Raiders were even formed, and it was all thanks to an American author from Portland, Oregon, named Mary Jane Carr. No relation to Derek, by the way. Born in 1895, Carr wrote her first poem at age 8 and paid her way through high school thanks to her writing talents. With nine siblings in the house, her money-making skills as a writer must have been a welcome relief to her parents. She then signed a contract with Walt Disney, wrote many poems and stories, and published plays for children, as well as having her work turned into motion pictures. In 1941, Carr wrote a poem for the children's book, Top of the Morning, titled Pirate Wind. It read, The autumn wind is a pirate, 
blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His skin is weather-beaten. He wears a yellow sash with a handkerchief red about his head and a bristling black mustache. He laughs as he storms the country, a loud laugh and a bold, and the trees all quake and shiver and shake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind's a pirate, pillaging just for fun. He'll snatch your hat as quick as that and laugh to see you run. A great poem, no doubt, but Carr definitely had no idea the impact the poem would have on the football world beginning in 1974, for she was busy as an author with several of her novels becoming motion pictures, and odds are, who knows, really, but maybe she didn't even know anything about professional football. But needless to say, Mary Jane Carr, thank you for initially doing that poem. One year after Carr wrote The Pirate Wind, Steve Sable was born in New Jersey. Sable was the son of filmmaker Ed Sable, and in 1962, Ed Sable secured the filming rights for the 1962 NFL Championship game played at Yankee Stadium. This led to the father and son duo creating NFL films, with Steve handling the camera work, editing, and writing during the 1960s and 70s. When ESPN was founded in 1979, the network signed NFL Films as a production company, and Steve became an on-air personality in the 1980s and won 35 Emmys for outstanding work in television. In 1974, Steve Sable discovered Pirate Wind and quickly decided to use it for the Oakland Raiders team yearbook film. However, a few words had to be tweaked so that it represented the rough-and-tumble Raiders. It was later called the Battle Hymn of the Raider Nation. Sable left in most of the words from Carr's original poem, and it came out like this, a brilliant masterpiece titled The Autumn Wind. The autumn wind is a pirate, blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Damn, I could listen to that Raider Nation all day long. Does that not epitomize what the Raiders are all about? So Sable captured the autumn weather, synonymous with football, and the outlaw image proudly displayed by the Raiders. In addition to using it for the 1974 Raiders highlight film, it was also used for the NFL film's hour-long recap of the entire NFL season. And legend has it that when the Raiders' managing general partner, the great Al Davis himself, heard the autumn wind for the first time, he said nothing for a brief second, and then told NFL film's president, Ed Sable, that he loved it and how it represented everything that the Raiders stood for. Now, with Steve Sable's words on paper, just the right person had to be brought in to bring it to life and make Raider players and fans burst with pride for decades and forever. Simply put, the great John Facenda's vocal cords omitted the voice 
of God. Yes, he was that good, Raider Nation. A longtime broadcaster and sports announcer, Facenda was at the RDA Tavern and showing on the television was footage produced by NFL Films. He enjoyed the experience so much, and it just so happened that Ed Sable was at the RDA that day. Sable came up to Facenda, offered him a script, and the rest is history. His deep voice became the staple for NFL Films until his death in 1984. With the amazing poem, coupled with the amazing voice of John Facenda, all that was needed was heart-pounding instrumental music that still causes Raider Nation to rise up and proudly embrace the wild, ass-kicking image of our beloved team. The final piece of this incredible story came from San Francisco native Sam Spence, a longtime musician and composer. Starting in 1966, Spence was hired to do the musical scores for many documentaries about the National Football League. And throughout the years that followed, he composed hundreds of short soundtrack scores for NFL films. As the years rolled along since Sable first introduced the autumn wind to the Raiders organization, it has been used on many official NFL films audio album soundtracks, with the most notable being the Power and the Glory album, with John Facenda's voice ringing out. Rapper and actor Ice Cube is a diehard Raiders fan, and he used the first and last quartets to introduce his song, Raider Nation, the theme used for Straight Outta L.A., a documentary he did for ESPN about our Raiders' time in Los Angeles from 1982 to 1994. And Raider Nation, if you have not seen Ice Cube's documentary, please do. It is awesome. The autumn wind has been a constant associate of the Raiders from Oakland to Los Angeles and now Las Vegas. Yes, does anything equal or top the Raiders' outlaw mystique quite like the autumn wind? The answer? Oh, hell no! And with that, our time together is over on another episode of Silver and Black Flashback. And I can't wait to get back together with everyone once again to share another story from our beloved and colorful history. Before leaving this week, I want to give all the respect in the world to my amazing wife, Helen, who prefers to be called Molly. This upcoming week marks our wedding anniversary, and the more that the years roll along since we set our vows, the more love I have for the most incredible person I ever met. Through all the cheers and tears we shared, one thing will always remain the same, my dear. I loved you yesterday, today, and for all of eternity. You are my everything, my darling wife. All right, my silver and black faithful, I love and thank you all for listening. What an awesome family we have. And now, all together, loud and proud, Let's bring this one home. And how do we do it? With four simple words. So, ready. One, two, three. Let me hear it, Matt, Bruce, and Bamba. Here we go. Love your Raider Nation. <laughs>